for some of you who haven't been along to Worship Fest before, the, the principle of this is that we do a very short talk-style thought, something to ponder and consider, um, which puts us in a position where our hearts are open to really then worship and see what God wants to do, really. Um, so as I was thinking about this this morning, I, as some of you know, we've recently been over to California and visited Bethel Church, and God did some amazing things in me personally. I had a bit of heart surgery while I was there, um, not physically, but emotionally. Um, and this quote that's up at the moment really sums up a lot of what God did with me, which is trying to find a freedom to be fully myself, knowing that when we know how to be ourselves, we know how to connect with God as a dad in a yeah, new way. Um, yeah. And you would have heard if you were here last week or listened to the podcast that Chris spoke about something called relational faith. And he said that this is when we know that we know that we know that we know that we are loved. We know that we know that we know that God is a good dad and we know that he's in a good mood. Yeah. And this idea that actually we connect with God in totally new and exciting ways when we know that relationship with him as a father. When we make it into a set of rules, it is destined to be a disaster, frankly. When we make it about performance, it all goes wrong. When we make it about measuring up, it just goes badly. But when we accept that he is good and he loves us, everything changes and we can't be the same again. And so very quickly, I want to share an experience I had while I was in California, where I did a three-hour art sozo. Now, sozo is a way of praying, if you like. We have sozo that happens here. Uh, it means healing and deliverance. It means getting to wholeness. And the principle behind sozo is that you work out the lies you've been believing about yourself, and you replace them with the truth. And that God shows you what the truth is in a situation and you take out the lie that's held you back and you replace it with truth. So what happened at this art sozo was I had three hours to sit with a, some canvases and some paints, um, which was so lovely. I had no one interrupting me. I had no one tugging at my trousers at home like the children. It was just a lovely moment. And the process was that I had a blank canvas and every five minutes I was given a new thing to think about and I had to express it on the canvas in only two colours at a time. And the first thing was to try and identify, they said, ask God to show you the lie that you've been believing about yourself. And for me, intuitively, I knew that the lie I'd been believing, which fits in with what Chris was saying, was that God only really wants to spend time with me and hang out with me when I'm doing well. And I, I hadn't really been consciously thinking it, but I'd been aware that when things hadn't been going so well in my life, or where I felt like I was making mistakes or not measuring up, I just backed away from God a bit and felt like he probably doesn't want to hang out with me right now because I'm not in a great place. And that was the lie I was believing. And I started to just paint that, whatever that looks like, uh, onto the canvas. And then, and then they said, who do you need to forgive for that? And I realized it was me. I know that God loves me and wants to spend time with me all the time, but it's me that pushes away when I feel like I'm not measuring up. So I started to paint that. And then I painted the next thing, which is what does God say is the truth? And God showed me the truth was it doesn't matter what's going on in my life. He's desperate to spend time with me. He loves to spend time with me. He loves to pour his affection on me. So I started to paint that. And then I thought the painting was done and I thought the process was finished. And then the lady said, 
And now, ask him, is there anything else that he wants to tell you? And paint that. And they said, just pick a colour. And the colour I hadn't used was a bright red. And I just felt God say that actually that red represented me, that he wanted me to be seen, to be bold, to not hide away, to have a voice, to be heard. And so I started to just put dots of red over the canvas. And then I stopped. And then as clear as anything, I felt God say to me, put more on. So I got a little bit more red and I just put a little bit more on. And then I felt him say, no, no, more. I want more. So I started to just put a little bit more on. And he was like, no, 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 more. And this was the result. I've taken a photo of you. This is the final painting that I ended up with, which I thought looked more beautiful in the first place. But then it ended up with all of this red. And what I love was you can still see the colours of the process in the background. But what I felt God say to me in that moment was, my tolerance for you being yourself is far higher than yours. Yeah, that's good. And where I hold myself back and I say, that's probably enough of me now. Like, I should dial down. I have a fear I've grown up with that because I am an extrovert, I'm full on, I'm not always in day glow, but I do stand out wherever I go. And, and I feel like I've tried to dial myself down to be more acceptable. And the little bits of red, God said, more, more. My tolerance for your moreness is so much greater than your own. I need more of you. And then the next thing that happened was they gave you a blank canvas and they said, now we want you to respond to what God's just done and to express that in paint. And this is what I ended up doing. I had a totally blank canvas and it's about that big and that is a thumbprint in the middle. And I didn't know what to paint and I felt like, well, I'm going to start with red because that felt like a significant thing. And as I put my thumb in and printed it on, as clear as anything, I felt like God saying, now stop. You don't need to add anything else. And what was really awful with someone who likes to watch what everyone else is doing is that everyone around my table was painting and I was sat looking at this fingerprint in front of my thumbprint thinking, surely I should add something to make this look better. Surely I should like do something to zhuzh it up a little bit and make it more exciting. And so clearly God said, no, just as it is. That's all I want. I just want you as you are. I don't want you to pretty yourself up, to make yourself into something you're not, to do more. Just you, that's it. And I started to see other painters around the table look at my thumbprint as if to say, that's weird. And I saw like, and they're all like doing all of these amazing paintings. And it was everything in me was like, don't pick up the paint, don't pick up the paint. And you know, it was a beautiful moment. And I feel like when God does something like that in one person, the reason I felt he wanted me to say that to you this morning is because he wants to do this stuff in you as well. If we want to know him as a dad, we have to be able to intimately be able to be okay with ourselves. He is totally interested in knowing all of you. And you don't have to compare yourself to other people and start thinking, if only I was more this or more that or less that. If we can embrace who he's made us to be, then we get to connect with him in a much more exciting way. So I'm going to ask you to stand. And what I'm going to do as we start to worship is I'm going to read um, Psalm 139 from the Passion Translation. And what I would ask is for you to just create a moment now of open-heartedness. When you look in the mirror, you might look and think, if only I was this or if only I was that. But when God looks at you, his heart melts 
He just adores you. And one of the things particularly this morning I felt is if you are someone who you don't even know who you are anymore because you're so busy trying to be what everyone else wants you to be, like a bit of a chameleon, if you don't know who you are, listen to the words of what I'm about to read because this gives you the clues. This is the clue of who you are. So this is Psalm 139. Lord, you know everything there is to know about me. You perceive every moment of my heart and soul and you understand my every thought before it even enters my mind. You are so intimately aware of me, Lord. You read my heart like an open book and you know all the words I'm about to speak before I even start a sentence. You know every step I'll take before my journey even begins. You've gone into my future to prepare the way and in kindness you follow behind me to spare me from the harm of my past. With your hand of love upon my life, you implant a blessing to me. This is just too wonderful, deep and incomprehensible. Your understanding of me brings wonder and strength. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I run and hide from your face? If I go up to heaven, you're there. If I go down to the realm of the dead, you're there too. If I fly with wings into the shining dawn, you're there. If I fly into the radiant sunset, you're there waiting. Wherever I go, your hand will guide me. Your strength will empower me. It is impossible to disappear from you or to ask the darkness to hide me, for your presence is everywhere bringing light into my night. There is no such thing as darkness with you. The night to you is as bright as the day. There's no difference between the two. You formed my innermost being, shaping my delicate inside and my intricate outside, and you wove them together in my mother's womb. I thank you, God, for making me so mysteriously complex. Everything you do is marvellously breathtaking. It simply amazes me to think about it. How thoroughly you know me, Lord. You even formed every bone in my body when you created me in the secret place, carefully, skillfully shaping me from nothing to something. You saw who you created me to be before I even became me before I'd even seen the light of day. The numbers of days you planned for me were already recorded in your book. Every single moment you're thinking of me. How precious and wonderful to consider that you cherish me constantly in your every thought. Oh God, your desires towards me are more than the grains of sand on every shore. When I awake each morning, you're still with me. And then this psalm ends with this. God, I invite your searching gaze into my heart. Examine me through and through. Find out everything that may be hidden within me. Put me to the test and sift through my anxious cares. See if there is a path of pain that I'm walking on and lead me back to your glorious everlasting ways. The path that brings me back to you. Father, help us to know that this morning. Help us to know that for those of us walking on a path of pain, help us to draw back to you again, knowing that in a time of pain, rather than push you away, we need to run towards you. Father, help us to know that we can't disappear in front of you. You want to see us and you want to know us. Thank you, Father. Thanks for listening to our podcast today. 
and we hope you enjoyed it. For more information, visit ashfordvineyard.org or maybe drop into something if you're nearby. In the meantime, have a great week and know just how loved you are.